When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, welcome, everybody, to the latest edition of the Let's Get Weird Sports Podcast. And this is the first pseudo-live edition of the Let's Get Weird Sports Podcast. We are coming to you live from the floor, from the field of Lucas Oil Stadium. Uh, We are exactly about the, what, 30-yard line? And I have to say, Paul, I am excited to be here because we're always excited to be here at Big Ten Media Day. Everyone's excited to be here. I'm so excited. You should feel these nipples. I am that excited. I'm, I'm like the Pointer Sisters. I'm I'm just too excited, and I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control, and I think I may approve of it. So, yes, this is the first one that we've actually done sitting next to each other as opposed to via Skype. Uh, it, in Chicago and Indy and just we're going to be talking a little bit it's going to be a short one about the just the absurdities that are come from uh, Big Ten Media Day and as, as you can tell from our opening bit th- the first one is everyone's excited to be here excited yeah. to get going and it's just that that's all you hear at these things are cliches 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 um, except for the one of the first ones that I covered was I believe it was 2010 or 2011 uh, when Joe Paterno was there, and then every, the theme of that one was, "Hey, Joe Paterno is old," and a few months oh, later, God. all hell broke loose. I, I just, I'm not going to call out the reporter by name, but I remember being like, "Are you tired? You look tired." <laughs> and then other questions are like, well, "How's your health, Joe? How's your hip? How was?" I mean, it was just basically, "When are you going to die?" It was <laughs> was all the way they forwarded the questions, and 
Um, this is history. Let's, let's, you know, not only are we together for the first time, this is the first time we're actually doing one of these where we're on site or remote for the topic and rate maybe like 30 yards behind us is BTN. Big, Big Ten Network is doing their broadcast as we speak, but you guys don't need to consume that broadcast. Consume this one instead. This one's better. Yeah, they turned down our request to, uh, to actually join them on stage, so... Uh, their loss. I yeah, guess. their loss is your gain, listeners. But you know, it, it's it's nice to come around and hobnob. We got our official Rose Bowl notebooks with the Rose yes. Bowl logo on them. These are, they're <laughs> sweet. Um, I took two. I I said you know I had a child who was in the hospital or something. <laughs> no, I didn't really do that. I just said, can I get a second one for my niece? But I'm keeping both. But yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's a little bit different here. Uh, most of the time it's in, what is it, the Chicago Hyatt or something? McCormick. It's either, it's been at the Hyatt, it's been at the Hilton, it's usually at McCormick Place. Yeah, and uh, I, I just stopped going under the, I, I don't want to take time off to go up to Chicago and take the bus and take a rickshaw because it's nowhere near the L. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's it's interesting to be back here, especially it's they've done a really good job doing it on the field. They've got the national championship trophy here, something that Purdue will be hoisting in roughly, f- what, five months uh, after they defeat Illinois for a third time that season. Wait, wait, I guess we can't meet in the Big Ten championship game. But, <laughs> but yeah, both will get in. Even though they're both Big Ten West teams, they'll both get into the they'll both get into the playoff on opposite sides of the bracket. I mean, in, at least until we get Kansas in the division, Kansas State. Oh, I can't wait. But yeah, again, it's just there's so much absurdity involved in in these events, and you know what what are some of the other cliches that we see from every single coach that gets up there? Well, I listed them out before I came here. I practiced with. Um, my buddy Todd Brommelkamp of ESPN Radio, Cedar Rapids, Iowa City, uh, and Alex Kuhn, that's his co-host of the Todd Brommelkamp Show. And, you know, they, they added some more that I didn't think about. I started with, um, okay, there's a, uh, we feel this position group could be the best in the Big Ten, if not the best in the entire country. Uh, there's preseason award watch list questions, there's... There's talk about, there's, 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 can you talk about, and what I mean is like, talk about the defense, or can you talk about the linebacking core? Um, but Todd and Alex, you know, they mentioned how it, it's accountability, and that starts with me, and it's about culture, it's about culture fit. Shiano did culture like 20 times. He also did, um, he did accountability. Or oh, you were here for Shiano. What else did he do this morning? He did, um, I was coming in when Shiano was talking. I, think. I, I know Mel Tucker was also going on about how much he loved his program and building a building a tradition and building a family uh, the, the one that troubled me was you never want to be the coach that do you have any more questions for the coach and there's dead silence and unfortunately that happened to Jeff Brom today so oh, it got worse Loxley got shut out yesterday oh, Loxley got shut out wow I was getting coffee I would have thrown a softball about an ally at him that, that's a uh, that's usually the sign of a dead coach walking unfortunately and <laughs> <laughs> Let's face it, Loxley has not exactly started the best, and then uh, Coach Brom is. There, there's some questions. I'm still on the. Uh, I'm still in support of Coach Brom, but definitely this needs to be a bounce back year for him, and it, it, and it's also 
the other nice thing is I've noticed that it's not as much of a free-for-all this year with the table interviews and everything else. They seem to have spaced them out with the individual student athletes that are there and the coaches where you get a more intimate setting. You know, you put on the smoking jacket, they turn the lights down low, put on some, <laughs> put on some music. A snifter of brandy. Yes. Oh, hello. How are you? <laughs> I, I wouldn't really love to see a coach do that at one of these just come out in the smoking jacket with the snifter of brandy like you said and be like oh hello i didn't see you there <laughs> the continental the other thing that i said is I, I wish that instead of just the generic canned marching band of the of the school fight song when they come out i wish they would come out with a full wwe pyro Oh, yeah. Uh, of all the coaches I think would have done it today, it would have been Tom Allen of Indiana, which I, I'm not an IU fan, obviously, but i got to give him credit. He had the most intensity up there. I was ready to go play for him, and the guy gave a long snapper shout-out. So if you had that on your bingo cards, definitely the long snapper shout-out was not something that I expected. So Yeah, and for me, P.J. Fleck, um, the first article I wrote was uh, about him. Um, he, you know, I love PJ Fleck. He's funny. He's interesting. But he also gave us the unintentionally funny quote of the session, which was, "Our identity is who we are." <laughs> and I, okay, you know, the ceiling is the roof. Maybe he's just a big Neil Diamond fan. With I am, I said. Oh, I was thinking he's a big Kesha fan. Like we are who we are. R R R. Tonight we're going hard, hard, hard. DJ, turn it up. Um, but what other, what other podcast will get you a lightning quick transition from Neil Diamond to Kesha? I mean, there's only two types of people in this world: those who love Neil Diamond, those who hate him. <laughs> no, but we better watch it because don't like. Is there copyright issues if we just keep reciting song lyrics? Uh, Maybe not on this network. Uh, I think it could be parody at this point, so that's fair <laughs> use when it comes to that. So I, I went to Flex Table, and because um, each guy gets an hour on the, on their own podium. There's the big thing on Dias on stage that's on TV. Then there's um, they have their own little podium, and I just asked them like, what would be your gig if if name, image, and likeness existed in your day? And he said he really likes architecture, so he would have loved to have done something with the Sears Tower. And, you know, he went to NIU, so he was in DeKalb. He said, John Deere lawnmowers. So he's like, John Deere lawnmowers at Sears. And then he, like, said he was into architecture and art, so, I'm, so I asked him about that. And I was like, because I was the first one to, like, open the session and... It kept going, and then finally I said, I'm like, I know, I'll stop after this, because I know these guys want to ask you, like, actual football questions. And Fleck was like, no, no, that's good, because, you know, this guy, whatever his name was, the beat reporter, he's like, then he'll ask me hard questions. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Cause, I mean, that just shows you the farce of it all. Well, and that's the thing, is uh, some of the best things come out of coaches when they get a question that's a little bit off the cuff and not your canned question of how do you think the season is going to go this year coach or what have you done to improve things or unless you're Ryan Day at Ohio State what are you going to do to get back to the playoff uh, I remember when I did the basketball media days for the 2010-11 season I went up to Chicago for that and uh, coach Painter brought Etwan Moore and Jawan Johnson but in the coach at the podium filibuster portion where each one gets 15 minutes and then a few questions I actually didn't have anything for Painter that was memorable but when Thad Mata got up there 
I, I just went for it with the question and I go, coach, everyone's going to ask you how you're going to replace a national player of the year in Evan Turner. Uh, I just want to know how you're going to replace Mark Titus after the way he kept everybody loose and just ha- make sure everyone's having a good time is not taking it too seriously and everything. And he gives this really good, serious answer. He's got this huge smile on his face. Later on, I pass him in the hallway, and he just he, – I don't know Thad Mata. I had never met him before, but he points to me. He's like, you, that is the best question I've ever been asked at a press conference. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, I mean – you got to mix it up here. Uh, I, I've noticed Matt Painter does the same thing. Is he'll get the same questions and he'll launch into a boring answer or whatever. But when you ask something like really specific, detailed, like, oh, hey, um, you know, P.J. Thompson's only averaging five points a game, but he always seems to get, like, one critical three-pointer and then he ices the free throws. You know, what, what do you think about that? Or you've noticed one thing with, like, oh, with 12 minutes to go, this play happened and it kind of turned the game. What do you think happened from there and whatnot? And he really just tends to light up like that. And I, I know I've heard uh, Nick Saban does the same thing and everything else. Yeah, I the only time I've ever had that I can recall right now, at least off the top of my head, was um, – and SID gave me a compliment on a question. It was um, whenever Michigan would be hosting like Real Madrid or United, and it always would be like maybe two or three days after Big Ten Media Day, and just knowing that the gangbang around Harbaugh at his podium, <laughs> the the mosh pit, the horde is going to be insufferable and like impossible. My whole thing is to get that, try to get that in on the podium. I mean, yeah, everyone else gets it, but who cares? Because then it's transcribed for you, which is nice. You don't have to worry about that. You made sure you get it in. And then to see Harbaugh struggle to, like, he actually cares or knows anything about <laughs> about La Liga or the English Premier League or Chelsea or whatever. Hey, Jim, what are your, what are your thoughts on metric football? <laughs> but the SID from Michigan came up to me and was very happy. And he's like, I'm glad you did that, and that's wonderful. And I'm like, well, of course, because they're trying to break the record and to get 110,000, I mean, they did break the record. You got to get the name out there as much as possible. So that's fun. Harbaugh, there was another, yeah, another swarm around him. I did not partake. Um, I, you know, I, I think this is probably as good a time as ever to, to transition to what is the, the most unique thing about this event and that, or this big 10 meter, what makes it so unique is the social distancing. Yeah, I, I mean, everything is actually on the field here at the stadium, which I kind of like. It gives a better atmosphere. They've got it decked out like the big, like if you took, painted the you know, logo. Yeah, they painted the logo at center field. They painted the logo in the end zones. Pretty much it looks like you just take the tables off and play a football game right now. And honestly, social distancing, not social distancing, I think it's a better atmosphere for this thing. It feels more like it's football rather than a hotel ballroom. For sure. I love it. The Jumbotron and the fight songs. Although, you know, like you said, the WWE Pyro would be better. But um, I I wore a mask when I would get into, like, kind of the gaggle. I kind of, I was wondering if maybe that would go away with COVID, that we wouldn't do those anymore. Because I don't know how much value there are in them anyway. But there's a few, I'd say maybe you got 1% or 2% people wearing a mask at any point here. It's still pretty, I mean, I'm fully vaccinated um, it had been for a long time, but I'm not going to take any chances for that kind of stuff. And I also noticed there wasn't a lot of talk about vaccination rates, unlike at the SEC. And that's because the warrior poets of the Big Ten believe in science. Uh, yes. Unlike those uneducated hilljacks in the South. 
Yeah. And, and now we just turned off our entire SEC fan base. So sorry about that, guys. It just means more. But you know, what if um, <laughs> what if like, <laughs> Bobby Jindal? No, Bobby Jindal's not governor of Louisiana. He was at one he time. Was. Yes. All right. Let's take let's take all the old Confederate states. Like those governors. What if they got together and said, if you guys don't get vaccinated, there's no SEC football. I, I'd say we're at like 100% within a week. Yeah, uh, it would be interesting. But Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That that still was, it was the one of the more dominant topics of conversation here, but it wasn't as dominant as I thought. You know, most every coach, if you're looking at another cliche, mentioned the whole, oh, we're excited to get back in front of our fans, and it was strange last year not playing in front of fans. I know Kirk Ferentz did the, yeah, it was so weird going up and have the bus pull up at Purdue last year for the season opener, and no one was on the sidewalk or anything. And that would be one of the more interesting things is just how jarring it's going to be when these guys get back in front of fans and, everything else well Britt Bielema did um say that the full the teams can be fully vaccinated and because they're in week zero they get to start August 1st and they'll be ready by then Patrick Gerald said um he's vaccinated and like 90 to 95 percent is but he also left the wiggle room of it's up to them and it's a choice and and he's like I prefer they get vaccinated but it's a choice and I respect that and um I don't respect that. I, I don't respect any of that anymore. I, you you got to do it, man. Like I don't. It shouldn't be an issue. Um, I also don't understand how a full contact sport can exist with social distancing. And I, well, it made it through last year, but it, we know. In my opinion, last season came out more like it was just a bunch of glorified scrimmages. Really, I mean, it, every game felt like spring football. Yes. 
Yes. Especially since week to week you didn't know who was going to be available. What When Purdue played Illinois, Illinois was missing, what, 15 Four. guys? Yeah, they're on their fourth string quarterback, I think. Right. And I know when Purdue went up to Minnesota, they were missing a bunch of guys. And so it's just... It really didn't feel like football, whereas this feels more like football this year, at least. And I, I don't want to use that as a cop out for Purdue finishing from two and four, but I think it was a large reason that they finished two and four is because none of the games felt real, especially when you were canceling games like five days in advance. There were two things about last year's football season that really. I'm with you. I'm with you. I call it a quasi season, a pseudo season. Um, it's like spam is spam meat. It's got a meat like substance. It is it's meat the quality. Non-union, it's the non union Mexican equivalent <laughs> yeah. season. Uh, and there's our 16 minutes in, and we have our first Simpsons reference. I'm sorry it took this long. Yeah, I can't believe it. Um, yeah. So, um, the number one was the whole okay you need to play six times to get in the big 10 title game and then oh shit our conference bellwether our our corporate paymasters the people who who run us ohio state football isn't going to get in so then they changed the which we all we knew they were going to change change if 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 indiana had beaten them and only played five games they would not have changed the rule there's no way and again i don't like indiana but indiana won all their games last year except for the ohio state game and under the established rules at the season, they should have played Northwestern for the title. Exactly. 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 And then the second one was that week of the Big Ten title game where they made the schedule on the fly. Whoever didn't the qualify. Champions week. Yeah. Talk about a euphemism. Corporate dis- or- Orwellian doublespeak. Champions my ass. And they and they did it so, uh, so that... Weren't they originally going to do like one versus one, two versus two, three versus three, but then because the entire season was a debacle like we all knew it was going to be, they're like, oh, well, Indiana and Purdue got canceled last week. Let's have them play this week. Surely all their COVID issues have been cleared up by now. Uh, that that didn't work. And they got in what, like three other games? Because who doesn't want to see Rutgers play? Uh, who the hell? Illinois played Penn State. Yeah, I, I was about to mention that. They got their asses kicked. And I remember not even turning it on like not caring i'm like this is like that week especially you said they felt like scrimmages that week especially was like why are we here come on man yeah and, and especially since that was right around the time that it was that covid was really really starting to take effect across the country and everything and it was just it was an absolute nightmare um but hopefully hopefully we get better results this season and it seems it seems like we're going to be able to do so and maybe Maybe it's my small a bit of faith that has somehow come out, despite my usual cynicism. But hopefully, here in six weeks, things are looking better. Right, right. around the time the season does start. Well, I don't know about you, but as fake as football felt last year, um, early season conference basketball felt fake, and then it felt real to me in March. Like I felt like when when basketball was when like Illinois was five and Baylor was one and they're like this is the biggest game in Illinois history in fifteen years and blah 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 I'm like it just kind of felt fake but then as like they actually held it together mm-hmm. you know and you had you played like a full slate like you actually were able to kind of do it and you had a whole tournament and it, and it worked like that you felt lost so much one better game because I think it was VCU had to back out. Yeah, because I know it was one of the games. There was one first-round game where a team had to do a walkover. But then 
as you're still figuring things out and whatnot, look at what happened in the College World Series with North Carolina State. Yeah. I mean. Oh, my God, that guy is the biggest dumbass on the, their coach. What a moron. Oh, my God. I don't know how I could even, like, do that press conference and keep a straight face like the whole. <laughs> uh, but it looks like we are, you know, I'm looking around over my shoulder right now, and we're starting to see them set up for the afternoon interviews. And it is nice that they're spacing everything out in terms of who is at the table when and then they'll have and, different players cycle through, and it's not just the free-for-all that it usually is, so that helps. And people will take the chairs from the other podiums and put them next to the other chairs. I saw it yesterday. They will bunch around, and they will swarm, but at least it won't be, yeah, it won't be um, the glad-I-use-dial commercials in the elevator. <laughs> um, oh, and shout-out uh, Mel Tucker for, you know, we talk about cliches, but he did, like, the one lane, the one specialty of, um, he, he said, uh, meat and potatoes, no pastries. Yeah. He said, um, lunch pail and, uh, you know, typical, like, yeah, hard nose, blue, like he did blue collar, hard work. Um, he said lunch pail, hard hat. Like he really overdid it like that. They're gritty. They're and he's still officially the newest coach in the league, isn't he? Uh, him and Loxley, right? Bielema. Oh, Bielema. I don't count Bielema. Bielema's been here before. He was at Wisconsin. Right, and he was actually probably the star yesterday. I would say that um, whoever's the new guy is always going to get like the biggest crowd around him, and he definitely had that. And he and he brought it. He um, he's a polarizing guy. Sometimes he's funny. Sometimes he's cool. Sometimes he can be kind of mean to reporters. Um, a lot of people have different opinions on him, and yesterday he was in his finest form. So, did we have anybody talk about the amount of lean muscle mass that was gained? Not that I recall. Not that I recall, but on it, <laughs> that's another one that's been very popular in the past. Is uh, the entire team gained seventeen thousand pounds of lean muscle? <laughs> like, I, I guess. I mean, I don't think we have a way of verifying that, but cool. <laughs> I would say my favorite would be, um, I, I like uh, the weight room videos. Like the, I did 445 power clean six reps. <laughs> like when those go viral and stuff, I, and the re- I know I'm doing my meathead like steroid voice, but the reason I like it is it's very tangible and it's very clear and it's a Boolean value. It is something you can actually point to. It's not will the culture fit and our identity and guys who fit, we recruit to a system and like, it's like, no, you did 600 pounds of power clean eight times like that. And those are kind of fun. You see, that's a, Iowa seems to really excel at that. Usually Iowa puts out the videos of the weight room heroes. I miss, uh, Danny Hope talking about Carson Wiggs being able to kick a 70 yard field goal in a game. And he had made a point of that going into Wiggs' senior season because Wiggs had a good leg. I think he had bombed in like a 67-yarder in the spring game, and he had bombed in like a 59-yarder in an actual game before. He's got the school record. And Danny Hope was like, yeah, if we absolutely needed to, we think he could hit from 70. And so I spent that entire season, because he made that point at media day, I spent that entire season like, all right, we're at this point just before the half. I think he could try one and (laughs) maybe get it. And there was – it was – the year that it was Hope's second to last year, Purdue beat Ohio State in overtime, 
and there was actually a point where the game's tied and Purdue's got the ball near midfield and they would they had time to I think run one or two new uh, one or two plays and they ended up running a play through an interception and Ohio State settled in for overtime but there was at least a chance right there that he was going to try the 70 yard field goal oh. <laughs> so you know I just it's oh almost, my god, that would have been wonderful. Yeah, to win the game against Ohio State, uh, but it's always good when you see these coaches make those boastful claims and everything. And it would have just, Jeff Brom would have been like, "We're going to run 17 trick plays a game, and I'm going to make sure Jake, Jack Plummer throws for 6,000 yards." <laughs> oh, or yesterday when uh, the the quote of the day appeared to be when Harbaugh's like, "We're going to beat Ohio State or die trying." No. Oh. <laughs> Like, Harbaugh's new album with 50 set drops on the 14th. This is why this is why I wasn't here yesterday because I probably would have followed up to Harbaugh and been like, uh, have you tried using a Rondale Moore? I mean, that works pretty well. We found that works at a pitch. Um, <laughs> I was interviewing the guy next to him, and I just would hear bits and pieces, and he did say something about, it's like, yeah, you know, like the World War II propaganda films. It's like, and I'm like, wait a minute, Harbaugh's making World War II references? Maybe I should go over there and try to pick up on that. I didn't know we had Woody Hayes back. <laughs> With significantly less references to the My Lai Massacre. You know, this could end up being another Helsinki episode of 1919, and I think we all remember what happened then. <laughs> Has anybody checked on the czar lately? Oh, wait. <laughs> Too soon for Archduke Franz Ferdinand assassination jokes. We still haven't recovered. It's always so, yeah. the Big Ten is going to be undone by some damned fool thing in the Balkans. But the um, probably maybe the story they just passed by us. Um, the eleven-year-old. I think there's actually two. I know he's eleven. This kid. There's another kid. I think he's like ten that have been asking questions here with something called junior journalist. And, you know, as we said, you know, this is kind of a farce. This is not to be taken too seriously. So it's, it was heartwarming. It was nice to see the kids get their, um, like, Pat Fitzgerald got off his podium and went closer so he could hear him, and it was cool. It made for a good photo op. And they asked enough uh, banal, benign questions that they could fit right in and probably work at many of these newspapers. I mean, and they're only going to get better from there. So it's good to see those kids do that. I mean, the fact that they actually phrased their prose, the, the utterances from their mouths in the form of a question, puts them way, 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 way ahead of most sports reporters who just do the... Talk about. Yeah. That, that's the that's the continuing theme, is the talk about. And I've actually, I've been doing this job long enough that I've been able to speak with enough coaches candidly that they're like, man, I hate the talk about question. <laughs> I know. They should just say, like... When they're like, can you talk about the defense? Like, yes, I do have the physical capability to speak on said subject. <laughs> Next question. What do you think the biggest key to the game is going to be? Well, I think if we score more points than the other team, that's going to go a long way towards winning the game. <laughs> but anyway, we said that we were going to keep this one short, and uh, i got to go hopefully talk to Jeff Brom here and uh, ask, him, ask him to talk about his offense and what trick plays he's going to be running this year. So... We're going to wrap this up. Uh, this might be our shortest one yet. Yeah, and you know what? I think to our fans and listeners, I think this may be a new trend. I think we may try to keep things shorter moving forward. Absolutely. So from Lucas Oil Stadium 
in the heart. Actually, more like the left ventricle. Not, not directly <laughs> in the heart. The aorta. Uh, maybe the aorta of Indianapolis, Indiana. We are signing off from the field, uh, the site of the Big Ten Championship game and the college football playoff game and the home of the Indianapolis Colts, the Final Four, and God knows however many things anything else and so. next door to a giant steel mill or whatever that is oh that i think that's a power plant oh, okay. on the other side there's a strip club so oh well, well now i know where i'm going after this <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much that is the let's get weird sports podcast sponsored by the red garden so.